Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society Podcast, Interviews, Movie Reviews, and more. Live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on Facebook at Crazon Dion. Hey everybody, this is Lou Nell, the original bad girl of comedy. I'm here at the Link Promenade in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, and you're watching the Film Review. It is another yes. great episode of the film review movies music culture politics society and do we have a great show for you today yep. great show. yes we do we have a great show for you today as i bring this up real quick to uh be able to see this real quick put that on mute we are simulcasting on a certain social media site everyone knows it you know they made a movie about it yeah and we're also simulcasting on YouTube on the Film Review Life Channel. That's right, the Film Review Life Channel, right? And we're uh, simulcasting live. And of course, 213-943-3358. That's 213-943-3358 through uh, Blog Talk radio right and so you know you can call in and chime in we have a great show for you today we're going to be talking about the movie goodbye uh sambo no i ain't it it's uh goodbye uncle tom okay right okay if you have not seen this movie we're going to tell you where you can see it and we're going to break down some scenes within it, right? And then we're going to be talking to Tanya M. Congress about something very important that's happening during COVID-19. How to take those fresh vegetables and have them last, you know, beyond uh, their shelf life. So that's going to be happening at 6.15 today, right? So, So as we get started here... First thing, uh, you know, we want to talk about are the blurbs and how your week was. So, ladies and gentlemen, the blurbs and how was your week? Yeah, my week was as good as it could be. You know, under the circumstances. Under the circumstances. That's right. Um, you know... I don't know. It's just so frustrating, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, especially when you're someone who, being someone who is constantly like reading to see what's going on, whether it's articles or, um, you know, uh, newspaper articles online, uh, magazine articles online, journals. Trying to watch the news, but still breaking away. Like, mm. cause you have to pull out of like this whole uh, COVID inf- information. Sometimes you do mm-hmm. need a break. You do, but um, but when you're dealing with but dealing with trolls, sometimes or people online who, because I've heard some people say, you know, I don't watch the news. You know, they kind of don't know what's going on. So their only source of information is based on what they see on social, some social media sites. Right. Sometimes you're interacting with people who may not be that informative. So sometimes you feel like you're um, in the twilight zone. That too, or like having a discussion with a kindergartner. 
But some kindergartners are like really, really, really smart. Yeah, really smart. Some kindergartners yeah. probably could tell some of these adults a lot more about they, like washing your hands. Right. Did you see that cute instructional video live did? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When she used the soap and she dipped it on her index yes. finger and she had the dirt in there and she put her finger in their coffee grounds. Right. And the coffee grounds hit to the corners of the bowl. Yes. And so she said, so that's why you should wash your hands, Exactly. Right? There are some children who are way smarter than some adults, right? They're way <laughs> smarter, right? But um, I saw, you know, we saw a really good movie on Netflix, but I'm not sure if I should mention it now or if we're going to talk about it later. You'll probably talk about it next week because okay. we got a jam-packed show. Okay, so. But, you know, what, what I'm finding is, is that the whole controversy with Okay. Donald Trump said, okay. uh, inject yourself with Lysol. And it, that's not what he said. I saw the same press conference and I didn't get that out of You know, most of the people are reading the news. First, let's break this down so this can be clear to the people. Because we sit and we watch the press conferences okay. every, every time that they come on, right? The media is taking Donald Trump personally. They're taking what he says personally. And, and a few of them, they have books out. I know one in particular that has okay. a book out. And they want to be the news. Okay. And when you're reporting the news, you're supposed to just report the news. Right. You're not supposed to be... Uh, trying to be the news. You remember, I told you, like, back in the day, like, I remember reporters saying, like, growing up as a kid, you know, because my, between my parents and my grandparents, mm -hmm. like, they watched the news. We watched the news. So, I grew up, like, like, dinner time, if the news is on, you're watching the news. You're watching right? the news. So. Walter Cronkite, right. mostly. And I remember those reporters saying, um, during, when they're being interviewed, um, our job is to bring you the story. We work for the people. The people. You didn't know their political affiliation, right? Because they, when they went hard and they did journalistic work, hard and when they actually interviewed mm -hmm. and dug into the trenches to get the story, right. it didn't matter what political party you were because their job was to get the story because their job is they worked for the people. The people. But today, it, to me, it's like these reporters are working for corporations. They're working for corporations. And they're working for political parties. And who are most Instead of the corporations? Of working for the people. Who are most of the corporations owned by? Okay, so what's funny to me foreign, is foreign like the cover, <laughs> it's like a cover up. Like, so you have like Okay, so are we or are we not supposed to believe our um, people who are supposed to, to, to protect the country, right? Right. Whether it's the, with the FBI or CIA or, you know, these people, like when they come to you, okay, we see that, hey, China's involved. Right. So when people bring information to the table and they bring you facts and information to the table, right? Right. And you have like a, a, a group of anchors or talking heads, because I don't want to say journalists, because they're yeah, not journalists, not right? Far from it. And you turn, you know, to these stations and you see some of them and they're like, 
oh no, and da da da, and then but yet they're against everything that's being told to them. They're against the receipts, right? Mm-hmm. The receipts that are given to them, but then they don't give information on why they feel like that's not the reason. Right. Okay, so if you don't agree with them, here are their receipts. Where are your receipts? Oh, okay, so so from what I'm seeing from from doing uh, research, does anybody Google is your friend? Okay, so it's like, oh, so China owns a lot of stock in your station, in your corporation. So it's kind of (laughs) like, it's crazy. And then these, so many people are like going off freaking memes. Well, I saw the meme online and they said, (laughs) you know, and it's just like, it's just. Yeah, 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 going off of the memes and uh, uh, not actually listening to what the person was saying, right? Now, you know, I've had a couple of writing, uh, written debates with different people, right? My my thing is this. If if Donald Trump is so wrong and he's not a brainiac and he's uh, uh, taking people down the wrong way, then what's your solution? Well, I, I wrote that to one person. I said, "Well, since he's wrong, yeah, what's your solution? What's what's your answer to uh, the situation? Right? Uh, how how do we get ourselves out of this COVID nineteen situation?" The person then did an ad hominem attack on me, right, okay. and says, "Well, you're dumb because I never said that I had the answers. Well, you said that Donald Trump would would be lucky and we." best COVID-19 so that right. meant that you would have the answers we'd be able to beat it we'd right. be able to beat it it's the words that you write we'd be able to beat it so that means that you have the answers Right. you have the answer to how COVID-19 is going to be beat right? right? but it appears that they don't right? right? Okay. so let the professionals deal with what they need to do no no right. This is funny. This is funny, right? They thought, now CNN, this is how you know. Word is very important to me. Word is very important to me. When I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to follow through and do it. If I say I'm not going to do something, I'm not going to do it. So CNN and a few other stations have said they were going to stop covering the the, uh, briefings, right? Because Donald Trump literally if it was anyone else everybody right. would, it, everyone would be laughing and saying how he hands their butt to them right. every time he gets them he says how come you don't know the statistics you're asking me a question but you don't know what the statistics are right. or you, you don't know the name of the surgeon general or you don't know the name of that certain general that said something right. you don't know but you're asking me a question right. he gets them like that all the time okay right. So CNN said one one of the stations they said they weren't going to cover it anymore. So after this whole thing happened with the Lysol, which he didn't say uh, inject yourself with Lysol, he said, "Is there possibly a way?" Telling the scientists to go back and figure it out to see if it could be a way to use a a, something like a disinfectant that could go into whatever they're going to do to try to solve COVID nineteen try to uh, eradicate it, kill it in people's bodies. Something like a disinfectant or some ultraviolet light, right? 
like ultraviolet light like sun rays. Now come to find out there's something that he was being talked about right. where they were going to take ultraviolet You're light and on have it, it right. in the tubing of the oxygen. Oh, right. Not oxygen, but well, oxygen the, yeah, and the, the ventilator. So that the ultralight would go in and hit at Right. They would actually have it stuck into the tube somehow. However, right. they were going to engineer it, and it would right. be sending light, right? So right. that was one thing he talked about. Right. And then he also talked about the fact that uh, it's saying, uh, could it be something where it would be like kind of like a disinfectant? That's what he said, right? right. So the CNN thought they were going to dig in. They thought that they were going to dig in on, on Trump, right? Right. And... So they were there. So they went back on their words. So they said that. So Trump came out. He said his spiel. Then he had the different doctors right. talk. And he said, thank you very much. He walked out. I knew right. that they were pissed because they thought that they were going to get at it. Now he's announced that. Mm. Why should we have a press conference every day if they're not disseminating the right. information that we're putting out? There's been so much information put out about right. uh, information on PPE, right. on the ventilators, right. on the breakthroughs right. on trying to get it, and the media covers nothing right. but right. Donald Trump, and Donald Trump is lying, and, and then all the stories right. that come out that I see on on a certain social media site, okay. and they're stories that are skewed, and right. people grab them, right. and that makes me think that people's right. ability to comprehend yeah has been somewhat challenged. Yeah, because a few of the, um, like the physicians, um, Dr. Waberts, mm -hmm. as well as the, uh, the Surgeon General, and um, a few others who are a part of this COVID uh, commission to help with this, to find a cure, right? And to help with the, the different plans, the, the to, to, you know, for everyone to kind of Mix back into like uh, uh, the world and and able to you know what is it the phase out plan what's it yeah yeah the phase the phase what phase in plan phase in plan got to have the tea people yeah. got to have the warmness so and it's just it's like multiple times including with the vice president I've all heard them say well okay well we answered that question yesterday and we're like it's kind of like. I don't know if the reporters that are sitting there are like not comprehending or don't, don't understand or and it's like I'm thinking come on y'all y'all work for you know public y'all supposed to be on our side you're supposed to be getting the information instead of like in, instead of it being a a, a, a got, got you, you. okay so it's a, I don't think they're they can comprehend the difference between a TMZ and a press conference right I don't think they can so TMZ that's Okay, so they celebrity news, right? Sometimes they'll add in a little world news, right? But you're not TMZ. Stop it with the got you moments. Forget it. Forget all this political affiliation. Because I'm thinking, do you people have loved ones? I mean, do you have anybody that you care about in this country, in this world, where you can't be serious and ask the right questions? Right. Are you so um, dedicated to your political party instead of being dedicated to the people, right? Right. So, I mean, because it's kind of like, it doesn't take taking a bunch of science classes. You know how in elementary school we all had, you know, 
science classes and from elementary school to high school, junior high school, through college or whatever. Different levels of science classes, right? It doesn't take a genius. Like for instance, this the, this famous favorite cooking grease that everyone loves, right? Uh-huh. Was also used as like what is it? A it candle, was candle right? as a candle. As candle wax. Candle wax. Uh, we can say it. Crisco was once candle wax. So in this, we're also coming live, people from right. Instagram. So we're okay. so we're we're on Instagram. You okay. can come right on Instagram, okay. Crazy D Film Dude okay. page. So we're okay. gonna be on three different places right. at once. You know, okay. what I'm saying going through our thing, and you can post your information there. But Crisco was yeah. once and, candle. And, wax. and I can see like people would make. I can imagine people making memes about that Crisco candle wax or whatever, whatever. Using it as grease. Yeah, so, but when he talks about this disinfectant thing, even though he didn't say this is something we should do because he's not a physician, right? Right. So because he's not a physician, this is not something that he's going to implement, he's going to do. I guess he threw the idea out there. Maybe he was saying uh, uh, some book, is there like a chemical compound that's in that where it could be used into... I mean, I don't know. People just ran with it. It was just so it stupid. I'm just like, time is being wasted. And they condolences, were about- condolences to the Bradley family um, in New York, right? Um, we lost a loved one, okay. um, Rose, to mm-hmm. COVID-19. So, for those who are losing loved ones due to this virus, like, we don't have time and patience for stupid fucking trolls online, whether they are the everyday average person or whether they are fucking celebrity, like, right? So-called talking heads who are supposed to be journalists, but they're really not, right? Really not. So, we don't have time for these games. Don't have time for We don't have time for these games. We'll go ahead. Right. Um, so Crisco used to be candle wax, and people right. uh, Crisco, uh, 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 a nice cooked uh, uh, fried chicken, and Crisco used to be very tasty, right. right? Right, very very tasty. And a tomato used to be poisonous before yeah. it used to be poison before right. they the the chemist and the farmers worked on it to be right. Uh, to be um, edible, right? People don't know that. The people don't. It's what they're not teaching in school, right? That's what it is, people. Right. Which brings us to our film for tonight. Something that they're not teaching, and this falls in line with everything that we see that's going on. It is a film called Goodbye Uncle Tom. Okay. Right. Goodbye, Uncle Tom. You see it right here in our ad, you know, that we put up over the internet. Goodbye, Uncle Tom. Now, Goodbye, Uncle Tom came out in 1971. It's a drama uh, pseudo-documentary, right? Uh, It depicts the horrors of slavery. And let me tell you, this is truly a horror film. And and stay tuned because you're going to ask me, how could this possibly have to do with what we're talking about today? And we're going to get to that, right? We're going to get to that, right? it's uh, It's a shooting documentary style called Mondo Film, right? 
uh, a Mondo film are documentary style films, right? They're shot like documentaries, except for the there is acting involved, and it's really they're called shockumentaries, okay. depicting sensational, salacious topics. Uh, but this particular film, again, uh, Goodbye Uncle Tom, is a horror film. It is a horror movie that depicts what slavery was really, really like. If you really want to know what slavery was really like, you know, Roots was one thing, mm-hmm. uh, Django, mm-hmm. 12 Years a Slave was one thing, but this movie that came out in 1971 is another thing. The tagline is 300 Years of Hate okay. uh, Explored okay. Today, right? So the premise of the film okay. is that uh, two documentary uh, filmmakers are somehow somehow there's some kind of time vortex and they're able to go back to an- the antebellum period okay. in the south okay. uh, Louisiana okay. uh, to be exact okay. and they they go in and so mm-hmm. it's kind of confusing at the beginning because mm-hmm. they really don't give you any context you just see yeah. like a, 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 a shot over water and they're flying in and then next thing you know you realize it has to be a helicopter because the helicopter is blowing the dust and the field mud onto all the people that it sees from slave masters to overseers to the slaves to to the uh to the uh antebellum uh uh master's house the kids are getting blown on by this helicopter so you're like what's going on with this you know like why is this happening? But then once you research and you find a context, somehow they go back in time, right? right. So this film, again, is a, uh, a Mondo film, okay. right? Which is, again, a shockumentary, okay. right? Uh, written and directed by uh, Walt uh, Caro Yacopidi okay. and uh, Frank Franco... Uh, Pro, uh, Prosperum, Prosperum. Okay. Okay. That's that's their names. They're Italians. This is an Italian filmmaker. Uh, okay. Filmmakers, right? And then the narrator is Stefano Sibaldi, uh, right? Okay. So he is the narrator of the piece, okay. and it's supposed to be these uh, two documentary filmmakers, but it's one person is talking through the whole thing, right? Okay. Okay. So now. What's interesting about the film? Again, it's set in Louisiana. And you know, there's a film coming out that was coming out called Antebellum, right? And that was starring uh, Janelle Monet, right? right? And it was supposed to be going back. Gabby Sidibe. And got Gabby Sidibe now. Right. But this is by sure is not going to be uh, is not going to be anything like what you see in this film. Right. So we're going to break this film down because we have some clips. So we want to tell people that viewer discretion is advised. And what you need to do if you're on Instagram, because we want to let you know that we're on. So come on over to uh, YouTube, the Film Review Life channel, to be able to see the full effect of the show on the clips. And we're going to sign off from off of uh, Instagram right now. And then we're going to uh, continue with the show 
on Instagram, a certain social media site, and uh, 213-943-3358, right? So we're going to end right here on Instagram. We wanted to let you know that we were on, right? So, the so, Gregory is in this film. They say, you know, I have to, I have to, I have to really like see where he, where he, where he's at because I really, I don't remember seeing, don't really see him in the film. Okay, people. So look, I've broken this film down into eight uh, sections, right? Because the storyline really takes you through every aspect of slavery during the antebellum period that there could be, right? Viewer discretion is advised because what we're going to show you is going to be uncut, right? But to see the full film, we're going to tell you where you can see the full film, right? But, so I've broken it down into eight sections that I'm going to talk about. We're going to talk about. There is one, the elites, Two, butt plugs. Three, veterinarian. Four, uh, slop. Five, rape. Six, pimp. Seven, uh, vagina. And eight, wives. Right. So let's let's go through this real quick. Let's bring this up. So the first scene that we're going to show you is the opening. So we're going to go through. So what's so interesting about this film is they break down each aspect of what was happening on the slave plantation, right? So you see the rich whites, you see the poor whites, you see the wives, you see the slaves, you see how the slaves are indoctrinated. And this indoctrination still lives on today. But we're going to get to that. We're going to take this. We're going to slow move this, right? And if you want to call in and uh, talk about what you see, 213-943-3358. But believe you, we have this all the way handled, right? So put your headsets on because uh, this is going to be uh, an interesting romp in this. Now, let me say first that this is a disturbing film. So if you are queasy in the stomach, I would suggest, you know what I'm saying, viewer discretion is advised. One, two, this really depicts what's happening because they did their research. And good filmmaking, even though this film is erotica, and I'm going to get to explaining why as we get into it. Even though this is erotica, you know, they have done their research. And good filmmaking, you do your research and then you're able to tell the story exactly or close to as much as possible to the facts right and so they bring the facts in this so we're going to open up and we open up talking about the talking about the elites these are the people who are the uh slave owners and right so uh, you've already seen the intro, the, her- the helicopter flies over the land and then it blows on all this and then you see the plantation house and then they go inside the house and this is what's happening inside the house. Europeans, to be precise, they're Italians, uh, journalists. They've come here to the south to conduct an inquest, is that the proper expression? on slavery. Indeed, they seem to be quite shocked. What is their religion? They're Catholics, I believe. 
You are Catholic, are you not? Uh, yes, uh, Roman Catholic. Well, they shouldn't feel too shocked. After all, their Pope, who's most generous with his excommunications, has yet to excommunicate a traitor in black flesh. Unless they eat it on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> now, they allude to the fact mm -hmm. that there is cannibalism going on in different uh, white societies in different countries, right? So here they are in the... Uh, in the United States, well, in America, and they are uh, talking about what's happening with the Roman Catholics, and they're talking about the difference between them and the Roman Catholics, right? And they say, unless they eat them on a Sunday. So let's keep going. So they bring out facts, even about where they're from, about the injustices that were happening during this, uh, during slavery, which was a global situation, kind of like this pandemic is a global situation. Communication! Catholic priests here in the South, between one our father and another Hail Mary, they raise goats and slaves, and I must confess, they know their business. Last seven males I bought were sold to me by the St. Inigo Jesuits in Maryland. They allude to you in this story that the Catholic Church was involved in, in the states. They were involved in the slave trade. And they even show you this as the uh, Pope, later in the story, the Pope has come down with an edict that slavery is no longer allowed within the Catholic Church. But by that time, you know, the damage had been done. So let, let, let's continue on here. <laughs> but why are they here then? I could be wrong, but perhaps it's because they too are slaves. You know how Catholics are. Slaves to the fascination of sin. Perhaps it might be their oppositionist instinct. You know, Europeans, ever since the French Revolution, they've been attacking everything. But madam, times have changed. Now it's Catholics who read the devil's own books. Oh, what would his holiness in Rome have to say about that? <laughs> Alright, people. So that lets you gives you a little introduction to of course we didn't give you the full piece, but that gives you a little introduction to the ignorance of what's happening. So those are the elites. Now, what's happening? What are we facing today we are facing the elites today right. the elites are the ones who are talking about eugenics right. and having a vaccine to combat uh covid-19 and you know it's a it's a uh it's a vaccine and they're talking about combating now most people realize that vaccines have been good, you know, polio, polio vaccine was good, right. you know, but then when you started to give vaccines to babies and babies' immune systems when they're first born, isn't even built up yet, and you're giving vaccines to babies, what are you doing, right. right, and then why is it always vaccines, always a new vaccine, and they're over in uh, Africa trying to give vaccines, and what you find when you do the research is a lot of the African people have died from off of those vaccines. Right. Right. So how could the vaccines really be good for you? But 
So that that's the elites, and you will always have that problem with the elites. Now this next one is called butt plugs. Now this right here is where viewer discretion is advised. Viewer discretion is advised on this. If you have a, sque a queasy stomach, you know you should turn away, but you should listen to what's being told here. So this is happening. This. So it goes from there to going to how slaves were packed into the slave ships. But there's certain things, you know, when you learn about the slave ships, they tell you about, you know, how they were packed in. Right. And they tell you that, you know, some died in the Middle Passage. Right. Some 70 million died in the Middle Passage. Right. And that there was sickness and dysentery and the weak ones that would throw off the side of the boat. We've seen all that. We saw that in the remake of Roots. Right. We saw that. But this right here, like I said, this right here is a unflinching look. Right. It's it's erotica. And we're gonna get to why it's erotica, why it's a European erotica. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they are telling you a story and it gets to why American blacks, Jamaicans, Haitians, etc., right. uh, etc., et the, the black diaspora, and especially the African diaspora right. in Africa, not move against their colonizers. And we're going to show you this. So, this is the next scene. So, get ready. Viewer discretion is about. Dry, God almighty, what a pest hole. That's diarrhea. Just busting with help, ain't there, you old pirate? It happened now and then. But we know how to cure it. The usual cure is the oldest and the surest. Sugar cane plug, oakum, and tar. And bam, ram it in hard. Keeps the bowels locked up tight and the soul from escaping from the back door. How come he don't blow up? Cork will pop out first, just like a bottle of champagne. <laughs> okay, people. So to stop dysentery diarrhea, right. that's why I labeled this one butt plugs. They would plug the behinds of the slaves in the bottom of the ship to stop them from having dysentery right. with a butt plug. What are butt plugs used for today, people? Right. You know how things move on. You know like how they uh, had black people who really didn't eat swine they had them eat swine you know had them eat slop and swine and then sooner or later it turned into a delicacy that black people chitlins yeah. from the ruta to the tuta and then later those things turned into delicacies for people when they go to the strip, they got to have pork and they drink for the Caucasians. Now, it switches back. They forget they were feeding slop because they were eating. They were eating healthy while they were feeding their slaves low off the hog. Right. You see what I'm saying? So things change. So what are butt plugs used for today? You know, people are using uh butt plugs today see how things move from one purpose and then they move into another purpose mm -hmm. 
and it's still it's still uh, perversion, right? So let's let, let's let's keep going with this. Hey, what's that slop? Well, that's molasses and beef grease. Niggers goes crazy for them. I have to trust them and feed them a little at a time, otherwise they choke themselves on it. Looking at him, you wouldn't think so. That one, he's taken it to his head to starve himself to death. A real pitiful case. Hey, Doc, chisel, hammer, and funnel. Go ahead and serve dinner. Now, you've seen this in the Nat Turner story. Now, the Nat Turner story, uh, Nate Parker, right. really brought, that was the first time that was ever seen where they right. took a chisel and knocked the people's front teeth out. Right. A slave's front teeth out, a human being's front teeth out to feed them. Right. What do they do today that's similar to that, but they don't want to damage the merchandise? They stick a tube right. up and down the nose into the belly. You see, you see how things move. Yeah. See how things move and progress. And this is what you see here, right? And so they're force feeding him because he's going to All right, let's say 150 dollars ahead. You just breaking wind again. By well, the pound, I said the whole cargo to dollar a pound. Two dollars. Dollar twenty-five. Dollar seventy-five. Dollar fifty. So I'll regret it, but it's a deal. Nothing. Now that was the uh, exchange of slaves, right? You know, they bought the slaves. Now, this next scene is called veterinarian. Now this is really truly viewer discretion is advised. Uh, let's read what some of the people are saying here. Okay. Uh, Tanya Congress, who's gonna be on our show at 6.15. Okay. Uh, she said, uh, she said, um, don't have time. Speaking of something, spirit cooking and cannibalism. Absolutely, they were. Yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, that's uh, 216 Land TV said. Uh, Tanya Congress uh, initi in initiates into different, different industry. industries. That's yeah. right. Uh, really should have a stomach when watching this movie. That's what 216 Land TV yeah. said. This is true. You have to have a stomach to watch this film. Now, this next scene I call veterinarian, the sequence here, because there's sequences here. Now, this was shot in Haiti, right? This was shot in Haiti in, I'm sure in 1970 to come out in 1971, maybe 1969 through 70, because it is a two hour and some long movie and it goes through every detail now the filmmakers they were making now this is where the erotica starts on this well actually the previous scene with the butt plugs now that was erotica right this is where erotica starts but this really kicks off the the erotica in the film and viewer discretion is truly and still truly advised but it is very important that you you know, watch this film. It is something that you know you 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 have to watch and you have to uh, 
uh, see to believe, but they do cover the information, right? All right. So this one is called veterinarian. Now remember now, these are descendants, right? These are our descendants, right? And but they are not seen as human beings. They are seen as human cattle, which would be chattel. So let's listen to this. It's dangerous. Come over here. Let's see if I can give you a clean bill of health as a stud. <laughs> oh, that's it. Bring it here to me now. The skittish is a stallion, eh? Scared this is going to pinch your nose? <laughs> no, no. Ain't your nose that you can cause trouble with. Yeah, let me see if that stove vibes it. Now, obviously, this guy who's going to call himself a veterinarian is suffering from some kind of form of skin disease. Right. You know, uh, most commonly known as what they call leprosy, right? And so let's continue. No, the scrotum, it falls again. Hey, now, what is this? A flag raising? Come on, put that black snake away. All wenches with pups. Stand okay, now, where else do you see mm -hmm. that today? Don't you see that with the football players? Yeah. Don't they stand them up there, cough, they check them out, make sure yeah. both te testicles are good, there's no deformity in everything that would lead to them not having strength to be out on the football field. They measure their muscles, they measure their thigh muscles, they look at everything, stick the finger there, cough. <coughs> you see how things move along and they said, so this right here, viewer discretion is advised on this part. Give me that bag of bones. Let's go. Infant mortality, 60%. Principal causes, syphilis, dysentery, tuberculosis. And a good thing the seamans is always pregnant. They averages one and a half pups a year. And then they cut the umbilical cord with their teeth and their tetanus takes over. And what thanks to us veterinarians get for our efforts. Hmm? Now, you see? Now, this is in Haiti. In 1969, 1970, to bring the film out in 1971. What was the conditions in Haiti for full-grown women in their right minds to be placed in a movie? Full-grown men in their right minds to be placed in a film. Women who would let their children be handed over to reenact mm -hmm. scenes mm -hmm. where their most private parts mm -hmm. are being touched and manipulated and this guy is saying that he is a veterinarian and they are basically animals what kind of living conditions were happening in Haiti then for them to be able, to, these Italian filmmakers, to be able to get away with this? Let's continue. They pee on us, that's what. And their mothers tie off the cord with horse hair. Results? Abscess and umbilical hernia. And when you come down to it, what's a gentleman like me doing being a veterinarian? Now this kid is actually crying. Right. Right. This this is right. not an act because the little kid can't act. This right. is a little baby. How right. old would that baby be to you? Oh, what uh 
few months. Months, months old, not even a year. Not one yet, yeah. But these, so the living conditions in certain areas around the world for black people have not changed since antebellum slavery to the point where they could get paid to bring this little child and the other little children that they ripped from their arms reenacting this for 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 pennies for nothing if it was nothing right let's continue Remember, they had the butt plugs up in there. So they had to make sure that they cleaned them out of anything that could cause them sickness and backup. So they take a hose with water and they shoot it up in there. And what do they have? They have those things called enemas today. See how things come from experimentation? A lot of things that happened during World War II and experimentation on mixed black people in Germany. Right. And uh, and uh, Jewish people right. in the concentration camps right. brought about a lot of the right. uh, technological, scientific, uh, uh, medicine, right. medical advances today. They right. say right. Also, what came about uh, was uh, what you see here, right? So look. So let's move on. Let's move on to the next set. Now this next. Uh, piece I call slop, right? So we've been through the elites, the ones who owned right. uh, humans, right. uh, butt plugs, veterinarians, and this one right here is called slop. Watch very closely. These are the food rations. I can understand why they need an enema. <laughs> Actually, it's not bad. A pint of cornmeal per head, half a pint of beans, half a pound of yams, three pounds of pork fat. Whoa! Get your facts straight. Just two pounds of fat. We don't need any favors from you. All right, go ahead. anything you give them. Eating and pleasuring, that's what they want. And they want to survive. They survive everything. Whippings, syphilis, cholera, the heat, the cold. Their strength is their adaptability. 
come heaven or hell, they'll fill their bellies and spew out dozens of pups. Now, again, this is in 1971 this movie comes out. Shot probably in 69, 70. What kind of living conditions had to be for the Haitians to allow themselves to be to reenact this in such graphic nature Mm -hmm. to the point that there's a little baby girl in the trough right well as graphic as it is it's the truth it's the truth it's the truth but what is it when we get to when we get to questioning things what is it really done for do you understand what is it really done for you know yeah so people we're gonna come back right because we have our guest on the line we're gonna come back we want to say hi to to um, our cousin tamika denon who joined and also hi to conrad metellus i hope Mm -hmm. i'm sorry if i mispronounced your name hi to you and finally learning how to work for Facebook on the phone to make a look. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. All right, people. So our first guest for the night, all this ties in, right? Because right. we're in the middle of COVID-19. Now, remember now, remember I said that the slave trade was a global situation right. that affected the globe. Right. This pandemic yeah. Affects the globe. Yeah. Yeah. One made European countries and the United States rich. Right. Another has made uh, America a place where and the world right. has taken the riches away, right? And okay. while we're in the middle of this, so we we talked about the slop that they fed, that okay. they fed the uh, the uh, slaves, human beings. How the the eating habits were not right, and how that has transcended. And you know, the big discussion in the media a couple of weeks back was talking about make sure you call Pop Pop and Big Mama and Wait, all that, and what, right. And, and because, you know, you got to tell everybody to start eating right. right. You know, number one, people being affected who are right. dying in New York City are Hispanic. Yeah. Because they have a strict pork diet. They eat right. everything from pork this, pork that, pork that. Right. Second, coming in line right. is yeah. black people, they say, but they put yeah. the face of the COVID-19 right. death rate on black people, right? right? And over the past few weeks, we have okay. been talking to different people okay. about how to survive right. COVID-19, right. novo coronavirus during this quarantine. And we have Tanya M. Ellsbury on the phone, right? Tanya M. Congress on the phone, right? right? And we're going to be bringing her up in a second. But she is yeah. a poet, a musician, a prophetess, and we're going to bring her up because she's going to tell us about how to go about taking fresh vegetables and preserving them beyond 
the checkout because everybody says you're not supposed to, you know, get the fresh vegetables last uh, during the week as long as we can keep going back to the stores before right. they shut the stores off from right. us. Right. Uh, get that last, but right. get all the stuff that's non-perishable right. and stock up on it. But right. this is a way where you can get the fresh vegetables and stock up on them right. and keep them. And it is a natural way. So yeah. coming to the line right now is Tanya M. Congress. Right. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. All right. All right. Hello, that's Tanya. good. That's good. <laughs> all right, people. So this is Tanya M. Congress, and yes. she's going to come in and talk about how to take fresh vegetables yes. and preserve them longer so that you don't have to worry about getting them last. You can have them first. Yes. First of all, tell the people a little bit about yourself before we get into the discussion. So I'm well-versed in biblical studies, and as Crazar uh, Dion said, I am a uh, I am a prophetess, I am a poet, a poet and musician, and right now I'm here to talk to you guys today about how to preserve your fruits and vegetables uh, for your health. Mm -hmm. I did hear him say earlier about the ability to comprehend. Mm -hmm. This delay is a problem. It is a little bit slow, uh, and there's a reason for that. And our diet has a lot to do with it. So I'm going to get right into this. If you can take some notes, let's start with some basic uh, fruit and uh, and how to preserve different fruits. Okay. So first, we're going to talk about berries uh, to freeze berries. So the whole idea is to freeze your fruits and vegetables to be more economical for your pocket. Because the bottom line is we found ourselves in a straight for twist in having to uh, having to uh, buy these fruits and vegetables and preserve them and still not go broke in the process. It's imperative that we change our diet it is imperative that we change our diet. We have to. Because with this COVID-19 virus and anything else that they plan on implementing going forward uh, in these times that we're in, it's going to be imperative that we boost our immune system. So this is the purpose of that. To boost our immune system, we're going to have to cut out uh, a lot of carbohydrates. Definitely going to have to cut out meat. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, even uh, getting down to fish and, and turkey and chicken, eventually uh, you're going to need to eliminate those from your diet in order to be 100% in uh, boosting your immune system. So I'm going to give you a few hints to take with you tonight so you can get started. Okay, so for fresh berries, to freeze berries, such as blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, you will want to get your uh, your fresh berries and you want to wash, haul, or de-stem the berries and let them dry. You will place them in a single layer on a baking sheet and freeze them for one to two hours. Measure or uh, up to one or two cups amounts in freezer bag, label the bag, and freeze them. So in this case, there's no boiling necessary. You're just washing. 
and letting them freeze for one or two hours and then letting them freeze all the way. For stone fruit, such as apricots, cherries, mangoes, nectarines, peaches, plums, you will wash half uh, and remove the stone or pit from those, those fruits and cut into smaller pieces. For each cup of light flesh fruit, like peaches or mangoes, you toss the pieces in two tablespoons of lemon juice. Then you place in a single layer on a baking sheet and freeze for one or two hours and then bag them up and freeze them uh, permanently. And both of those uh, that I just gave you there, they are preservable up to six months oh. in that state. Mm. Up to six months, mm. okay? Tree fruit, uh, such as apples, bananas, citrus fruit, guavas, kiwi, medlar, and pears. Uh, you will wash, peel, uh, if citrus or bananas, quarter them, remove the core, and cut the quarters in half. For each cup of fruit, toss the pieces in two tablespoons of lemon juice. Then a single layer on a baking sheet, freeze for two hours on that baking sheet. Then put them in the freezer bags, label the bags, and freeze them. That will last up to nine months. Up to nine months. Vegetables. Vegetables. To freeze hard vegetables such as beets, carrots, celery, onions, parsnips, peppers, rutabagas, uh, who, for those who eat rutabagas, turnips, winter squash, you would wash and pat dry, cut into two or one inch pieces, and then you measure up to two amounts into freezer bags, label bags, and freeze. There's no need to boil those. There's no need to boil those. You're going to leave them hard. For vegetables uh, that are medium, to freeze medium vegetables such as asparagus, beans, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, or peas, you want to wash, trim, sort, or cut into uniform sizes, leave whole or cut into two inch lengths, blanch in boiling water for three minutes, no longer than three minutes, and then plunge into cold water for three minutes immediately. Right after you boil them, you want to immediately put them in the cold water for three minutes, pat dry, place in freezer bags, label the bags and freeze. That will last up to nine months. Mm. Greens. Greens such as uh, beet greens, collards, kale, mustard greens, spinach, Swiss chard, or turnip greens. Remove tough stems and imperfect leaves. Blanch in boiling water for two minutes and then plunge into cold water for two minutes, pat dry, coarsely chop, and place in freezer bags, label the bags, and freeze. This will last up to six months. Mm. So, you know, there you have it, people. Now, all of those are, uh, once you have done your due diligence and you've frozen those, you can use them for juicing or smoothies. You can use them for juicing or smoothies, and you will want to also include a vitamin supplement, uh, particularly uh, for those of us on the broadcast who are African American. Uh, we would want to take a lot of vitamin D because we do not get enough sun. 
So you will want to get a supplement that gives you vitamin D. You would also like to look up these following supplements and incorporate them according to uh, your diet. If any of you are taking medications currently, you will want to uh, look on a WebMD or something like that so that you can compare the supplements and how that they may interact with your medications. But spirulina, uh, morning uh, a moringa leaf, maca root powder, sea moss, bladderwrack, and burdock root. All of those are very good for the brain. They're very good for digestion. They're very good with uh, removing mucus, which is the cause of most of our illnesses, is mucus. Okay? So you're going to want to incorporate those and begin to eliminate carbohydrates from your diet. Carbohydrates makes us slow. They're slow thinking. It contributes to diabetes, and diabetes is linked to um Alzheimer's, and so we have to get our brains at 100%, okay? This is what we're going to have to do, and it's very important that in this time that we not take this as a joke, because with these viruses, this is the main thing that's going to safeguard us against COVID-19, it's going to safeguard us against 5G technology that they're implementing more so now, and any other type of virus that's coming down the pike. Our immune system is what's going to save us, okay? And that is it for that part of it. Oh, and there you have it, people. Give it up for Tanya M. Congress. I mean, she's bringing the facts. So tell them, because we have a delay, so we really can't communicate and go back and forth as much as we would want to because we could get into other subjects. But tell them where they can... uh, Watch you, you know, uh, especially on a certain social media site that we don't say because they say they don't need any advertisement. But tell them where they can see you on all the social uh, networking sites. Okay, uh, I stream broadcast live on Facebook and Instagram, and um, and I cover a, a bunch of different subjects from the spiritual standpoint of things and how we can incorporate spirituality into our day-to-day, especially uh, regarding what we're going through right now. It's very important that our spirit our spirit man is in order, okay? Okay. So we would like to thank you for uh, calling in, and hopefully we can get this connectivity and better. So that's it. Uh, yeah, so we want to thank you for calling in. We're yes. going to hopefully get this connectivity taken care of because we know we had you call in in the middle of the show. Usually we don't have this problem, but we're going to get this connectivity so we can have a more in-depth discussion with you yes. in the future. And we'd like to thank you for calling in. Yes. Thank you. God bless you. And we will speak again. Yes. Thank you for having me. God bless y'all. Thank you. All right, people. So that was... Tanya M. Congress. She gave you how you can watch her, you know, when she comes on, right? On a different. She's also she also has a Twitter uh, presence, IG, and a certain social media site doesn't need uh, production. So for people who are calling on the two one three nine four three thirty three fifty eight, make sure that you listen through your cell phone, right? Make sure you listen through your cell phone and. 
you know, we'll be able to bring you up and we'll be able to have a more robust conversation. 216 Land TV said powerful information, no doubt. Now, people. Okay, let's give um, on Tanya Instagram, you can reach her at uh, Tanya, Tanya Congress, T O N Y A Congress, C O N G R E S S, like the United States Congress, right? So now, people, we talk to you about, you know, the good foods. Let's get back to the slop that they were feeding us and how we have to, you know, take, you know, the politics of personal responsibility. You know, I don't necessarily believe in it, you know, not too much. And this is what I mean by that. There are certain parts that I believe in, other parts that I don't Now. The parts I don't believe in, you know, when people were standing on the corners just doing doo-wop and they were in the three-piece suits, right? right. Uh, let's go back even before. They were just in the three-piece suits and they were hanging out. The cops blew down on them. People that were doing the doo-wop that were dressed from head to toe to the nines, they blew down on them. So it doesn't make a difference if you're dressed in hip-hop attire. The cops still blow down on you, right? And it's not because of how you're dressed. It's because we live in a system of white inferiority, right? And so this is very important. And as we go through this, as we go through what this movie shows you as we get in depth, again, viewer discretion and advice, because we did not cut these scenes because we have to make sure that you see it. And we're going to tell you where you can see the full two hour and some minute movie where you can see the full thing. Documentary slash. Documentary. It's a shockumentary. Yeah. It's a mandu. Yeah, because they call you know. it a documentary drama. Yes, yes, they do. So, let's go back through this. So, now, what would be the condition of the Haitians, right? Okay. What would be the condition of the Haitians in that time period okay. in 1969-70 where they would be, uh, have a film made where they would go Full out and show you okay. they must have really needed some paper. And this is very important because if you are a group of people and you need paper. Right. I think you, this film could be made all over the world today. People would do it. I, I don't think so. I, th- I think because we haven't gotten to the meat and potatoes of it yet. And I don't really think that this film would necessarily be done, could necessarily be done today because in the 60s, in the mid-60s... No, I was thinking about the actors. In the the 60s, this this film, who's going to let their little baby... Okay, have you seen some of the stuff that's on social media? No, no, but who's going to... For free? I, I haven't seen their kids... I've seen women doing the booty wop and then they had a kid, a little boy behind them and they riding their booty or something. I see that. But I've never seen someone just take a kid, a newborn, just, you know, you know, eight months Mm -hmm. and have them handed over and now it might be happening behind closed doors and there might be some sad films on it. years ago or last year or something they just was doing Smoking the baby's face, cigarettes. Yeah, blowing smoke in the baby's face and showing the baby's anatomy. It's two different things. So, but what I'm saying is, what I'm warning is that this could get to this. I I think that in America, 
American blacks because this story is about American blacks, right? It's uh, Louisiana in, in particular. Okay. And then we talked about uh, because we know that slave ships dropped off all over the world. They dropped off this over, one in particular. This documentary about, is Louisiana. About, is about Lu- Louisiana, right. antebellum period right. in the in America, right? Right. And we talked about Cane River, so you would see why. Mulattoes who owned slaves, why those who were who were of the slave class, maybe they wouldn't like seeing the, their daughter get involved with someone who owned slaves because this type of thing was going on. Yeah. Mulattoes were doing this type of thing, right? Also continuing right. on because they yeah. thought they were more white than black. So let's continue. You know, it's all con- connective tissue to get through to let you understand what's really going on, right? These are the food rations. I can understand why they need an antibiotic. <laughs> Actually, it's not bad. A pint of cornmeal per head, half a pint of beans, half a pound of yams, three pounds of pork fat. Whoa! Get your facts straight. Just two pounds of fat. We don't need any favors from you. Did you hear what they said? They said there's yams. Now, to for them to even have yams, you know that the seeds of yams came along came with came from Africa along with the people who were planters. So for them to even have yams to feed people, they would have to have gotten it from the Africans before. Right? right? This this film is about an established situation just before the Civil War kicks off. So this is like a generation already or maybe two or three. So this is kicking off. So everything that you see in it is a fine tuned oil machine about how you break the slave, how you make the slave, how you get them to be beholden to you by holding back food and giving them slop to eat. You see? Pork fat. That's right. Tanya Congress is watching pork fat. That's right. So let's continue on. All right. Go ahead. Now, like I said before, viewer discretion is advised on this, but we have to show you this because you have to see the intent of the film and what the filmmakers were putting across to the people, right? Again, now, this is made in Haiti, 6970 to come out in 71. Uh, So far, I haven't found anything about Goodbye Uncle Tom yet in the film. So why would they have this? This is a film about degrading demoralizing, dehumanizing slavery. Where does the Goodbye Uncle uh, Uncle Tom come up, right? He should have called it Goodbye Uncle Sam. But l- let's continue. Look at him. Just look at him. They'll gobble anything you give them. Eating and pleasuring, that's what they want. And they want to survive. They survive everything. 
whippings, syphilis, cholera, the heat, the cold. Their strength is their adaptability. Come heaven or hell, they'll fill their bellies and spew out dozens of pups. Now for her to put that baby in the trough, that was already predetermined that it was written in the script that some woman and her newborn or her eight month old, nearly one year old baby, they will put the young naked baby in the trough and do, do you see what I'm saying? M most movies, most slave movies, you know, they have them covered, you know, like, like in the roots, you know, they had them in jeans, you know, the original roots, right? You, you know, you don't see anything like this, right? The closest thing that I could say that I've seen to this was something that came out in 1988. Was it 87, 87, 88, 89 was Shaka Zulu. Now when Shaka Zulu came on, on, on television, it came on uh, uh, UHF channel. In, in where we were from, it came on channel 43. Right. And it was uncut. It was the first time that you ever saw, other than National Geographic in the 70s, but this was the first time you ever saw like real live motion action where the women were walking around and it was just T and A. Right? So this is the closest thing, and that was South Africa. It was nothing in America has been quite produced like that. Even the even the Soul 70s cinema, like you saw TNA and that, but it wasn't like this. It was like we're kicking, we're kicking butt, and no matter what you do, we kicking butt. So it was nothing like this, right? So let's continue. So for that, for the little baby to go on the truck, it was already written in the script, and someone did that. And then how much did they get paid? To do this, right? A certain degree, like they couldn't make this, not, not even in 1970, in 1969, 1970, they could not make this film about antebellum slavery in the United States of America because the black actors in the United States of America are not having this. Now, let me tell you something. I take my stand in favor of compulsory castration. Not out of meanness, you understand. But if we don't cut... The German Shepherd. The German Shepherd. Now remember, we talked about Operation Paperclip, right? When we were talking about The Hunters. Uh, it's a show on uh, Amazon Prime called The Hunters about the right. Jewish people who came out hunting right. Nazis in the 70s. Right. 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 Come to find out, there after the war, mm -hmm. instead of hanging the Nazis high for what they did. Okay. The United States brought them because they were in a cold war with Russia and they brought them because they wanted to advance NASA. So they brought 2,000 Nazi scientists and they, thus they brought their family which was 4,000 more people. So 6,000 people all together and they settled them in Alabama because Alabama is not that far away from Florida. Yeah. Cape Canaveral. And in Florida also. Well, well, they say Alabama though in the story. Oh, okay. Because they could just drive over to Florida to Cape okay. Canaveral. But their main base was in Alabama. 
what was happening in Alabama in the late 50s, early 60s, and there's videotape of it. The police had German shepherds. Who were the police force in Alabama but descendants of Nazis? Let's put all this together. Operation Paperclip, the German shepherd. Do you see what's going on? Do you see? Let's put it all together. And then you can see what's going on. A few thousand of these black balls now. Then, in a hundred, two hundred years, what's legal in this goddamn place? Okay, now. This next, this next section I call... So we've been through elites. Now there's the rich who own the slave plantations and own the slaves. Then they they show you in the bowels of the ships how they kept down dysentery, butt plugs. Three, veterinarians uh, using uh, black people, black bodies as human chattel, chattel, human cattle, chattel, uh, veterinarian for slop. This one is called Rape. Now, like I said, this film depicts every aspect of the slave plantation. So these people right here that are being depicted are the poor whites, right? Now listen to what the poor whites say. Now they would be more like Irish, some of the immigrants that came over and trying to make their way. They're Irish. Now there's a scene before this where they watch the uh, uh, African women who were slaves at a wash, uh, a wash trough, right? Mm-hmm. And they stand there and they say, mm-mm. And then the, the African slave, they run away, right? So this is afterwards. And here they are. And now listen to the conversation that they have. So this film depicts every aspect, every class structure within slavery. So this is very important. These are what you see here leads into why, uh, what we're going to break down, why uh, black people globally, mm-hmm. and, and but this particular uh, either colonization or slavery, right? Why black people can't break away and stand up because of the indoctrination. And we're going to break this down. So watch this. This next scene, this whole se- this sequence right here is uh, very important to understanding. Now, this is the next class system. And listen to what they say about the workers because they pass through, they pass through the males to get to the females. Now listen very close. Money, money. Uh, it's money he wants. There's your money. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Just fine. On your feet. Come on, come on. You see this herd? Whole damn couple belong to one trader. Cause he rips a fat hog gut. Get out of my way. Go on. Move. You know how many poor folks they is like me in this county that ain't never owned a single one of these bastards? 80 out of 100. 
80 that works for nothing and die of starvation. Make way for a white man. Get out of here. So there's no work for us in this shitty South, thanks to these dumb brutes. Okay. So let's stop right there. First of all, I want to uh, shout out to Sandra Clark. She just uh, chimed in and watching. We want to shout out to everyone that's watching on YouTube and listening on Blog Talk, right? So you, you, you hear what they say. First, they complain about the rich, which are the elites, right? And we know that there is the white consul who are the elites, and then they are the poor, who are the Ku Klux Klan. You see how they, they're putting this together for you. These filmmakers from Italy mm-hmm. have done their research, and they're telling you this story, right? So they complain about uh, not being... First of all, they come later than the... These Africans may have come in as the next wave right. in generations... But these Irish came later to the United States than the original Africans that that they, by this time, the system is running like a fine-tuned machine. We have to understand history. So they're talking about they're poor and uh, uh, how many people own this. And then 80% out of of, uh, 80 out of 20 are the poor whites and it's 20%. Rich white, so how would the elite uh, keep the eighty percent of poor whites down? Uh, keep them down with them and not uh, cause them to rebel against the rich? Is to put a foil in between and blame it on the African of no fault of his or her own of being there, right? And these poor bastards are taking our jobs. Taking our jobs. What did W.E.B. Du Bois say at the NAACP? He said an Irishman walked in there and he, the Irishman was the first person he heard say, well, the N-word had been around, right? But Mm -hmm. you get to see where it came from. He walked in and said, these Nicholas are taking our jobs. They walked into the NAACP office, an Irishman. Now, this is in the 1920s. and says, these Nicholas are taking our jobs. What are they saying right here? So these Italians, they, they, they have this. So this is what this is about, right? And now that we've lived so long in the country, we will say that people who are immigrants are taking our jobs, right? And and really, that's true. Because since Trump has implemented the programs that he's implemented and Mm -hmm. kept the illegals out, now there's more black people are employed. The Democrats were bringing in the illegals and stepping on the very people who traditionally voted for them for something that Johnson did so many years ago that he really wouldn't have done if John F. if he didn't feel bad about John F. Kennedy being assassinated. So let's continue on with this. So like they pushed through the men to get to the women. Now the narrator, now remember, the narrator is supposed to be from another time. And they went back, right? Mm-hmm. So you start to see how the narrator begins to 
their minds begin, the, the filmmakers' minds begin to degrade as it goes along. So they're passing through. The first thing they ask them, isn't this illegal that you're going in this? And then that's what they said. What's illegal around here? Right? So let's continue. Come on. Come on. Well, let's go. Now this rape sequence is simulating mm -hmm. children 13, 14 mm -hmm. years old, right? Mm -hmm. Later in the film you see studs have simulated having sex with 13, 14 year olds too because they used 13, 14 year olds because they were younger they could have more children more pups. You hear what they're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. So this is what this is saying, right? That these guys walk in here and do this, right? Now again, this is in Haiti. This would not happen in the United States of, of America. You might get like coffee where her police boyfriend gets smashed by the two mass robbers and then the the uh one of the robbers, one of the white thugs, one of the thugs mm -hmm. pulls her shirt down and rubs her thing, but then she gets revenge, right? right? This ain't happening in this picture, right? And so this is erotica. This is bondage erotica. Now, when you're looking at it, you're like, this this is something that is degrading, it's terrible, it's horrible, but at the same time, the Italian, so this gives, asks me, makes me ask the question, did the Italian filmmakers do this to tell the story or did they do this to have some kind of bondage erotica? Well, the director is um, Gil Letero, uh Jacob Petty. Well, well, you know, actually they pronounced that uh, Walt Caro, Walt Caro. Jacob Petty. And then the second one is what? Franco is uh, Prospero? Prosperum. Okay. I mean, I don't know why the I is. I mean, the, the Italian names are strange. But, but, but like, they also uh, edited the film. Yeah. Also, they also did the editing of the film. Mm -hmm. And then this film um, was only released in two languages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Italian and English. Mm -hmm. So, but... I know, but you know, since then they had a German... Oh. German version. Do they have they, French also then? They, they, yeah, 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 they, they, yeah, they have. They since then it's been released. Okay. Now, people, let's continue with this. This is this is a hard. So again, viewer discretion is advised because this is a hard sequence to get through. But you have to see what's really happening. In ways, the film is good because it gives you full depictions. It's full depictions. The only time that something like that could happen could happen in the. Uh, 60s, 70s, because film had developed to the point where, you know, it was freedom before the codes went into play, right? So let's uh, the codes have been dropped, and 
So let, let's continue. Now see this actor right here, this female actor right here, she's even covering her face because she said she feels now that that's just a little bit disgrace and she doesn't want her her face on film. It appeared to me just watching it. It looked like she was like, oh man, what did I got myself into? And she kind of like turned her face away from the camera because she didn't want her people seeing her and like, well, what, what's going on, right? What's going on here? Now the inner cutting on this, the cutting on this is very interesting because you see the next generation watching. Yeah. You see their children, young boys, because they had the young boys and the young girls together with their mothers, right? And, and you see the next generation watching this. Is this not... And, and there was nothing that would, could be done about it. And that gets into the psyche. And it says that nothing can be done about this. Nothing can be done about this. And they're watching their their sisters, their mothers, their their uh, cousins being uh, brutally And so I, I stopped it right there with the kid's eyes. Okay. The kid's, the, the child's eyes tell you everything that you need to know, right? Yeah, because the American distributors, they felt that the scenes in this documentary drama were too much. They mm -hmm. thought it was way too much. So what they did is they forced the directors to remove more than 13 minutes of footage. Um, uh, so from what we're seeing, like I just can imagine, I mean, what was removed? Because everything well, that we're seeing is just... Well, actually, what, well, this is the uncut version. I'm going to okay. tell you where you can see the uncut version. But the 13 minutes they removed was the end. It had to do with Goodbye Uncle Tom. Oh. Right, so... The American distributors felt that if black people saw this film, black Americans mm -hmm. saw this film and, and what the ending of the film was about, right. that they would then uh, rebel. rebel. Right. Now, people, the next piece is called Vagina, right? Okay. So this sequence right here, this sets up where... The Mammy, now you're introduced, you're introduced to all the different characters. So the Mammy is a madam. So you saw the pimp. What did I, did I put, did I have the pimp up there? I might have to put that in real quick. But you see the madam, right? So you're, you're introduced to the madam. Okay. 
Now, so you, you, you're going through the different steps. So there's rape, and then here's the madam. Now, the madam uh, is upset because in the scene before, a slave owner or, or a client throws this woman out the room. Not a woman, a child. Now, it's a woman playing a part, but she's she says that she's only 13, 14 years old and that she's still a virgin, right? So it's called Vagina Virgin is what it is. So listen to the conversation between the two. Okay, he make it with you. No lies, you whore. You still virgin? Or can't he make it with you? Answer me, bitch. You still virgin? Yes or no? <laughs> you good? <laughs> you whore! Does you want me, master? What's that child want you? What do you mean? I... Now this is... Now this right here is the narrator, right? which is representing the two filmmakers, right? Now, remember I said that their, their minds started to degrade because they saw the rape, right? And so the minds are starting to degrade. So now watch how this, now that's the opening sequence was her being thrown out. Now she's got to prove to the madam, to the mammy, that she's worth something and willing to give up her virginity to uh, a white man. So here we go. So let, let, let's watch this sequence through here. Does you want me, master? I've bathed all over, and master, as a virgin. A virgin? My God, how old are you, child? Thirteen. What? Thirteen, I guess, according to mammy. Thirteen, but such a child. It's still a child. My God, aren't you ashamed? So young. Does you want this first, master? Mammy told me sometimes white folks must play with this before they can pleasure the girls. This is madness. What wicked person taught you such things? Just imagine the trouble I'd be in if someone... My God, my 13, 13, you can't do this to me. No, no, man. Okay, so now, he looks out the door, he says, what kind of trouble could you, you imagine? What, really? what, what kind of uh, uh, trouble I could be in, but... He closes the door. This is the beginning Her. of the degrading of the person. They not only are just observing, they then begin to partake in the antebellum slavery period. Let's keep watching. Here we go. Master, please don't send me away, Master. Quiet. Please don't send me away. Please don't make please, so much master. noise. Pleasure me. Pleasure me. What? Please, Master. Right now. Yeah. Your bed is so big. Now, this is viewer discretion is advised here, right? Now, you know, there is something that they have out there, but we're going to talk about it in a minute. But, you know, there's cosplay, and then there's, uh, there's something called slave, yeah. slave play. So, clearly, that's what that scene is. This, this a, is a fantasy this is this is this is a this is a reality of something that was happening to madam the 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 uh mammy and this is what's happening but this is what's happening in what's called slave bed play where there's a 
uh, today, we're talking about today, where there's a white man and there's a black woman who, and now, so listen to her conversation here. This is very important. This is very important in the psyche, and this gets into why people are the way that they are. And so, so let's let, let's continue. Headsets, if I don't know, you get this full because I want your comment on this. So put the headsets on. Uh, you got to, you got to get this. Here we go. Here we go. And I'm so small. And if I take off my dress, I don't smell. Do I, Master? I don't smell. Okay, now people, I don't smell. Do you understand? Are you hearing that? I don't smell. When it's the other way around, when people get wet, when, when certain people get wet, they smell like dogs. This right? But I don't smell. You, you see this? This is this is getting into that slave bed play. Listen to the conversation. Put the hands Listen to the conversation. Listen to her conversation. If you're ready to sleep, master, I won't bother you. But it's too bad, master. I like you so much, master. It would be so good with you, master. Mammy wouldn't beat me no more. This is unbelievable. Are you really a virgin? Oh, no, child. You see, if you must do it, it would be better with someone your own age and perhaps color. You mean with a black man, master? No, no. I do like black men, master. No, master. I can't stand black men. Okay. Did you hear that, people? She said, with a black man, Massa? No, Massa. I can't stand black men, Massa. This that is sound like some of the stuff that I've seen on, uh, what is it, on uh, Twitter, Twitter and, and uh, the conversations. You know, that cosplay and that... In that uh, slave bed play. It oh, I don't like. Or, 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 or some people say, oh, I don't like black men. Black men ain't that. I like white men. White men are better. You see, so this is a mentality that comes from slavery. Now, this is, like I said, this movie is about a well-oiled machine that was going. It's already gone. The breaking, the buck breaking. You see it. You see it, it's so, right there in the film. So it's the horrible. butt breaking. The yeah. the female the female yeah. breaking the female already in the motion. Huh? So what's horrible about this is this is just this is Louisiana. Mm -hmm. So this was happening all over. So Georgia. Right. Alabama. Right. Mississippi. Right. Kentucky. Right. Tennessee. Right. Florida. Right. I mean, as well as in the other parts of the, the islands. But yeah. Mm -hmm. um, um, South America. What? Like what? all over. Right. Europe. Europe. What was... And, and they alluded to the church mm -hmm. where they ate, they cannibalized. Right. Like when you would see the black, or I'll call them black pages or the black acolytes, okay. right? Did you see the old paintings of, right? The classic paintings of from... The Catholic time, you see them, and they are there, and they said that they would castrate the boys okay. so that they would not be a threat. Right. And, and, and so they they 
So the conversation starts with the elite here talking about the Catholic Church and the hypocrisy of the Catholic Church where it came to slavery. Right? Let's continue on. Let's continue on. So listen, listen to her conversation. This is very important. These are the conversations that you hear today. This is in the psyche. And this is why we find trouble in standing up and demanding what is ours for what was done to us. Some of us. Until we do stand up yeah. in different each, yeah, each, each area. Yeah, because some people, yeah, don't stand up. They don't have a damn spine, mm-hmm. right? And then you have some that stand up. And then you, I mean, just don't get me started. This is the same thing that's happening over in Africa right now. Africa right. was colonized before by the French, the Dutch, right. the English, etc., etc. Now the it's the Arabs, Chinese. Now it's the Chinese. This is the same thing that is happening right. over there. You see in China, they are expelling Nigerians right. out, right. right? We often laugh because the Nigerians have a lot of scams that they do. Right. Like the Nigerians always are constantly sending me scammy emails, right? Because you know we're all we're we're permeating in Africa with the show, and they always sending me these scammy emails. So we laugh at the, laugh about the Nigerians because the ones that we meet are on that BS too, and the Nigerian president called for them to come back. And how many of them left? I don't know. We're in quarantine. We don't really know. But how many got on the plane? But I know a lot of uh, a lot of African Americans repatriated to come back over to the United States. They were running because they found out that shanty shacks and rolling and rolling electrical outages and muddy huts and uh, that's not what they want. Even if they do sit on a stool. But anyway, people. This is what's happening. That's what's happening in the Chinese. So five foot something is over there right now. In China, they're blaming the COVID-19 virus on Nigerians. This is crazy. The Nigerians, the Ethiopians sold their ports to the Chinese. The Nigerians sold their port. Those are two water. Those these are people who are water people, not landlocked in like a like a, a Saudi like a Sudan, not landlocked, but water ports. You got the water ports. You got it locked. Do we see what's going on, people? So put the hair accessory on. Here we go. Let's keep going on with this. Let's listen to what else she says here. Now listen to watch how. The filmmakers. This is great filmmaking here because they show you how the filmmaker, how the uh, documentarian who went back in the past succumbs to what he's seen. His mind twists and he succumbs to what he's seen. Once, so man wouldn't whip me. I had to try him. He hurt me, master. Too big, too strong. White man is small, ambassador. Better for the first time. And they not smell, Master. Oh, Master. Master, please. Please do it to me, Master. Master. Thank you, Master. Master. Virtuous, since it is a fact that their men are noted for their preference for color. Now... I just have to take a, a, a moment 
on that. Just a moment of silence on that to to uh, bring this up real quick. Okay, people. So this particular, because there's a bunch of different covers because, you know, it got repackaged and repackaged. This right here is the perfect representation of what the movie was about. The, the black man caged up. And locked across a grid, and then the the black woman, uh, the black female slave, um, giving herself to uh, master. That's that's what this the whole movie was about, and that's pretty much the how can I say the relationship of of uh, what slavery brought about, right? Slop. So I'm looking for, I'm looking for pimp so I can play that real quick. There it is. There it is. Okay. I have to load this up real quick because it didn't load up. This is very important because this is part of the story. So now the next piece is you saw the madam, right? You saw the madam, which is uh, mammy. It was a mammy. Right? You saw the madam. Now I'm going to introduce you to the pimp. Right, and this is why I've always had a you know because once you study and and you study this, then you start to say that you have to have compassion for the way people are. Now you can't trust them because they will stab you in the back if they're if they are a mammy, a coon, a bed bug, or a bed wench, they will stab you in the back. But you have to have compassion for the people and you have to know who you're talking to by understanding their conversation and then having an understanding of their conversation so you can, because you already have an overstanding because you've studied. And then you say, hmm, I know what I'm dealing with. There's no need for me to begin a conversation with them because they believe what they believe and it's no no win there. Now, the next one is called Pimp. And this is, you know, I, I broke these down. So we went so far through elites, butt plugs, veterinarians, slop, rape, uh, virgin vagina. And now we're going to Pimp, right? So you saw the madam or the mammy in virgin. And now you're going to be introduced to the pimp, and we're going to stop and give commentary on this, right? So here we go. Oh, this little angel is certainly the prettiest of any we've seen in the market. Oh, it's really such an enchanting creature. Oh. Well then, what shall we do, sister? It's hard to say no, isn't it? But have you heard the prices? No, I'm afraid it's too expensive. But he's such an angel. And he's so healthy. The Mother Superior would like it. Let's buy it. Sister, now, can you just imagine what she'd say? She's already bought four this year. Oh, dear. I do want it so. The church. <sighs> These are nuns. Now, they're not, like I said, when you make a film, you research. These filmmakers research this, and this is probably hard for some people to believe because they believe. But when they, when people look at you, and it's coming through generations, when they look at a black body, what 
do they say? What do black bodies who have come through who may not have awakened their minds, what do they say about other black bodies? It. She's rubbing on it. She's saying it's so healthy. She's not looking at his face. She's look, He's naked. She's looking at his penis and saying, but they're not showing you that because there is, there is, we're going to get to that because within Pimp, it, it breaks this, it breaks it down. This film breaks it down, right? But she's looking at his penis and saying, he's so healthy. First time I've ever seen seen a thing where they said a black boy or anybody black is an angel. Because angels originally were thought of as black. Wait, wait. Let's continue on, people. Let's continue. Put your headsets back on. Now, viewer discretion is advised on this. This is the section that I labeled as pimp. Where we already saw the madam. The mammy. Now we're going to be introduced to the pimp. Watch how the pimp is dressed. Watch what he does and how flamboyant. Well, let's just watch. Three hundred dollars isn't so much. Maybe if we offer two hundred. I'm the only one who's got these keys. You hear? Uh, inside all your bastards, I'll have your whip. I'll show you some master around here. These things belong to me. Huh? I, I give the orders here. I'm the general. The general. Come this is the pimp represented as a little person back then called the midget a munchkin but a little person today as we get politically correct but back then he would have been a midget a pimp watch closely because the pimp procures in many different facets of the sex trade now pay attention come on come on come on come on Open up, open up, open up, you boys. I'm the honest gentleman. Open up, you black apes. Out of my way. Move, you hear? Hey, master, look at this merchandise I got custody of. I'm the general of the slave market guards. You see this? It's the market vault. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wenches all prime grade meat and every one of the sluts a virgin. <laughs> Get to work, nigga. Now, this one, she not even a full-blooded nigga. Damn near all of them got at least half of them in blood in the veins. Like me, all of them sold, ready to be delivered. <laughs> Get friend. Hey, masters, look. Uh, look, but don't judge. <laughs> you mustn't handle the merchandise. No, no, no. Only the general's allowed to do that. Oh, you want to see? This is Cassandra, half-breed. Fabulous. Just look. Just look at that. Harrison Breeding Farm, daughter of Zephira and the Great Diarchal. Archimedes, three quarters human blood. Nicest pair of tits in the store. $5,000. Three quarters human blood. What do we talk about? Uh, octarine, mulatto. Didn't we talk about that? This is Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that in Cane River. And we broke all that down. You need to go back because each generation there were people who were freed and the mulattoes, once they were freed, owned slaves. And this is why the people, particular in Louisiana, who were of darker shade, who had come through, who were relatively still of African descent, railed against relationships with 
octoroons, mulattoes, because they own slaves and stuff like this was happening. So let's continue. Let's continue on, right? All right. So let's go through some of the comments. Ray Carlisle said, D Tracy, my comments are being deleted. Okay, we're not deleting you. We're, we're uh, you know, we're moving through the show. So is NY- that YouTube? Yeah, this is YouTube. Uh, Ray Carlisle, NYC uh, and up the East Coast slavery. Um, uh, Tanya Congress says, ridiculous. Aha, aha, aha. Uh, Ray Carlisle, something censors my comments. Nigeria is a white state. Erased it for the third time now, uh, Ray said. Uh, not you, he said. Okay, so we're going to continue with this, right? Because it's very, but YouTube is censoring, yeah. right? We know that. Facebook, but, Instagram. But see, we have, to bring, we have to bring this show to you because the Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, right. Society podcast bring solutions and how do you get solutions is by seeing what actually was in this film though it is erotica right brings this full home because of slavery and the first responders the covid virus and black people disproportionately are on the front line are on the front line just like they were and just right and and dying because of this COVID disease, because of the diet, right? right. Mm-hmm. And the, the, and the, the uh, chronic diseases, mm-hmm. diabetes, high blood pressure, mm-hmm. just so many, right? So, so it's just like putting all of the pieces together. So we know what the problem is and where it stems from, right? Mm-hmm. So why there are some people who are against reparations mm-hmm. just freaking blows my mind. Because while they're handing out money, they can start handing out some of that seventeen trillion that's old in checks too. Because do they think the the people who workers who are working the first the uh, first line going to work every day, whether they're in the grocery stores or in the banks and the gas stations or in the, in the hospitals, who are face to face dealing with the public, right? And again. The majority of those who do not survive this virus are black people because of the illnesses, because of not having the income to get medical care. Like others go to their uh, primary doctors and go for their annual exams Mm -hmm. because of the poor diet like we Mm -hmm. saw in this film. Mm -hmm. So if we know what the problem is, but we've given reparations to many all the other groups. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the, so name I mean, the, the name of the film again for the question it was asked is Goodbye Uncle Sam. You Google Goodbye, excuse Goodbye Uncle Tom. Okay. Because we could be saying Goodbye Uncle Sam, but Goodbye Uncle Tom, and then it comes up and you will see the full version on dailymotion.com. You just search it in Google and everything comes up. Everything. We're uh, giving billions of dollars to corporations. Uh, Robert Ebert. And did you know that, you know, they're not, that the black-owned businesses are not seeing any of the... Any of the money, the smaller business, the smaller black-owned business are right? not seeing... They're not seeing it. It's going so to the corporation. Maybe we should start worrying about us, right. about American blacks. You have and some damn running around, we're still running around, worried about China. In Chinatown, you have... 
of black politicians talking about go to Chinatown to uh, help support their businesses. And I have yet to see one black politician say that let's go into the community so, to support black business. So when that's right. So when I hear what is people, the black caucus doing? What are they doing? Nothing. CBC. What are they doing? Talking about uh, the the illegals at the border and in cages and stuff, and talking about that. But, but then they want my vote. But they want our. <laughs> they want our vote. So when I hear people, certain people talking, I say they don't know the history. And so we had to bring this film. So put the hair, headphones back on, because now we're gonna, we're gonna finish up with the wives of the slave owners and how naive they seem to be. But right now we're gonna continue with this because. The if we have time, because we have uh, only a few minutes left, but let's go through. Cash on the barrel head with a two year guarantee. Vintage of 48, Imperial Reserve, Rosie Peach, Blend Bond. This is Eve. Hey, Eve, Eve, you like apples? Well, then go on and eat them. Eat them, eat them, but don't let that black snake get you. <laughs> a pair like these you'll never see. A pair like these you'll. I, I feel like they, oh forget it. I don't care if you never see them. Come on, come on. I ain't got no more time to waste. I'm the general. Open up, open up, open up, open up. Go on, go on, keep dancing, you, you, you clown. What are you waiting for? Go on, dance, 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 dance. Okay. The clown. When you went to Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus, there would be the clown. The clown was the representation of after slavery black men and black men and women. They would travel up and down the roads. The European writers and the, and the American writers, white, said that they were just walking aimlessly and that's why they needed slavery. But the black historians reported correctly that they were going to plantation to plantation riding the trains to get back and put their families back together. Right. Right. And then later in the 80s they released crack to break the families up again. Stay tuned to how sinister this is. We're going to be off of uh, of uh blog talk so what you need to do is come over to YouTube or that other uh, site um, or that other social media site under Crazon Dion to keep this going on YouTube the film review life channel because we're bringing life right through information right. right we gave information with Tanya M Congress right talking about how to take fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, right. and be able to freeze it. And, and, you know, and while we're showing you right. what they've done and right. how we have to clear our minds of what was done in the past right. to be able to live, mm -hmm. to be able to prosper, and then to be able to stand up and demand what is rightfully ours. Right. If we just said, if we just said, we pay taxes as citizens. Hand us our money. On uh, Instagram, Stingray131 is saying the same thing. What? Uh, his comments um, that he wrote on the, the film review are being uh, deleted also. Mm. Well, you know, they, they're censoring because this is a... Um, 
very strong topic that we're hitting tonight because you know we don't play ain't no ain't no uh shucking and jiving ain't no no fake uh town halls no without giving black people solutions by using black face celebrities solutions so look this right here now now remember now i said the pimp procures in many different sexual uh proclivities or perversion right so here we go now the clown we told you about the clown he calls this guy a clown so what the clowns were doing at, in the circus were making fun of black men 